Assalamu alaikum. It's day 23 of the Ramadan series on Tazkiyah, self-purification. Ramadan is just going by so fast, subhanAllah. So let's begin anyway. جَنَّاتُ عَدْنٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارُ خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا وَذَلِكَ جَزَاءُ مَنْ Gardens of lasting bliss, grace of flowing streams, and there they will stay, such is the reward of those who purify themselves. Surah Taha, verse 76. And that's the whole aim of this Ramadan series, is that we're trying to learn how to purify ourselves so that we can get that garden of lasting bliss. So, so in addition to worshipping Allah, which we discussed yesterday, we as Muslims should obey Allah in all parts of our lives to help us have a strong and healthy relationship with Him. So, obedience is another key component in our relationship with our Creator, with Allah. We as humans, we should obey and commit to Allah. So that means that we respect and follow the laws prescribed by Allah and that have been communicated and passed down by His Messenger. Allah has instructed us how to live our lives, what acts of worships we should do, what's prohibited for us, and it is up to us as individuals to obey these commands by obeying Allah. We know that Allah doesn't just require us to worship Him, but there's also an element of obedience that is involved. Allah has instructed us to pray, to fast, to pay zakat, and Allah has also mentioned following His commands that are related to, for example, business, agriculture, politics, and other aspects of life. And we have these two verses in the Quran. So the first one is, Say, O Prophet, obey Allah and His Messenger. If they still turn away, then truly Allah does not like the disbelievers. Surah Al Imran, verse 32. And the other verse is, O believers, obey Allah and obey the Messenger and those in authority among you. Should you disagree on anything, then refer it to Allah and His Messenger. If you truly believe in Allah on the last day, this is the best and fairest resolution. Surah An-Nisa, verse 59. So these verses, again, they're, they're there to remind us that we should not only just obey Allah, but we also obey His Messenger. Not only His Messenger, but also that we should obey those in authority. And so in the same lens of not just obeying, actually, we should also believe and worship Allah because one of the key elements of being a believer, believing in Allah, is obeying Allah, obeying his messenger. There are two instances where we may deviate from obeying Allah, and it could be for a number of reasons, but for these two, it could be down to sheer forgetfulness, so we just simply forget, and that can happen. Or the other reason could be that we're we, um, we're controlled by our overwhelming desires. 
And so how can we remedy these two instances to ensure that we continue to obey Allah, to be righteous servants, to do good until our last days? So for forgetfulness, we can seek Allah's forgiveness and repent and repent and just ask for Allah's forgiveness because, yes, we're humans at the end of the day. We will forget. We might forget. We might stray. So just constantly asking for Allah's forgiveness can help with that. And for our overwhelming desires, what helps is we can work on improving our character and our conduct. As Muslims, a way of life that follows what Allah has prescribed for us and what the Messenger has mentioned, it's the that's the best life for us. Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, Whoever obeys me, obeys Allah. And whoever disobeys me, disobeys Allah. And whoever obeys the ruler I appoint, obeys me. And whoever disobeys him, disobeys me. So this hadith, like the two verses I mentioned, they lay it down plain and simple. Those in authority, Islamically, the Messenger and Allah need to be obeyed. So by refusing to obey, for example, the authority, we're defying Allah, we're disobeying Allah, we're disobeying the messenger. So although they're separate entities, they're in a way intertwined as well, they represent a unified whole. So we can put it this way, Allah's commands can be both easy and hard for us. Hard for us to follow, hard for us to remember, hard for us to just constantly obey and sometimes we might actually find it difficult to abide by certain commands we might not understand why certain commands have been brought down why we have to do this and not do that but as muslims we have to obey allah we can't just pick and choose which commands to obey or when we obey allah and we actually have an example of when the jews in the earlier times which is mentioned in like the Quran and the stories and a hadith. Um, the Jews who tried to adapt like the Sharia to suit the challenges of their time. And by doing that, they disobeyed Allah and so they were punished. So today's moment to reflect is thinking about some of the commands that we have to follow and obey. Are there any that you find particularly like difficult to obey or maybe you're struggling with like continuing to obey them. If so, maybe choose one to two of these commands and learn about them. Do some research about them. Understand why these commands have been brought down, why we have to obey these commands, and reflect on their significance. So for the dua, Allahumma masarrif al-qulub, sarrif qulubna ala ta'aitika. O Allah, controller of the hearts, direct our hearts to your obedience. Ameen. As always, anything incorrect is for myself and all of it is from Allah. So forgive me for my shortcomings. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Shadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.